Hey, 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 everyone, welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. A is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race, Race Season 16. <laughs> so let's raise a glass. I know what's up. And start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clink. Girl. You threw me off. Your timing was off. My, Tom, Tom, keep up. Your timing. Timing was off. I'm sorry I'm not a robot. I'm sorry that I like to mix <laughs> things up. I'm sorry I like to change my flow, Tom. <laughs> you could have at least, you know, no, prepped no. me for it. Um, here's an idea. Keep up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm. Here's the bar. I never... Come join me up here, Tom. <laughs> I never could. I never could. The bar is too high. Hey, everyone, too high. welcome to Spilling the GNT podcast. You know the podcast that we do live, where we watch the episode live, RuPaul's Drag Grace live. Yes. One time through so that you get our authentic and our real... Uh, impressions, yes. our immediate impressions, what we think straight away without people diluting, without online people diluting, without voices mm. changing or making us Chatter. want to, to mm. agree or want to feel something that we yeah. didn't really feel in the but, moment. Because other people have great opinions, they're just not ours. Exactly. Yes. So, so you- therefore... Even it's the judges good. of the show, we don't really care for their opinions. Mm. And I think that's been evident the past couple of episodes, actually, because the way we rated the talent show was, was not how oh. the judges or the queens voted. Jesus, what are we? Yes, what is. is going on? Um, the, sh- the shenanigans, the shenanigans. Well, now, I've got thoughts. I have got thoughts. Talk to me. Um, I basically think that rate queen is an illusion. I think it's an illusion. I think the girls largely went on the judges' critiques more so than what they thought. Do you think they, you know, with each other, they were saying, yeah, we're going to vote according to what the judges say. But then, you know, when you're when you're up there, when you're in the voting booth on mm-hmm. your own, it's, it's like over here when you tell your friends who you're going to vote for, but then you vote for someone else, you just agree with them because you don't want to have that discussion, oh, I'm going to vote this way. And it's kind of against what everyone else is saying, so you keep quiet, but then you do your own thing when you're in the mm. vote. And the, the privacy of that room, do you think the girls are doing the same? I think the status quo was to vote how the judges judged. However, there are a couple of exceptions. Plain Jane, creating great TV by reneging on what she'd encourage everybody else to do to give herself a better chance. That of was shady. It was so entertaining. It was that, so funny. That is shady. So naughty. Um, and the other, I guess, exception was uh, Morphine being really open about um, rating Junami higher than she felt she actually deserved. She was kind of explicit in saying that. In order to keep her friend out of the bottom, they didn't know no one was going home at that point. Mm. So those are the kind of the exceptions that spring to mind. However, otherwise, I think it's cute, but I think Rent a Queen, uh, Rent a Queen, <laughs> Rate a Queen, I'd love to Rent a Queen, Rate a Queen is pointless. I think, didn't Rue say that this is going to be a Rate a Queen episode as well? Yes. I don't think it's going to be all season long, but we have it again today. But I think they'll do what the judges tell them to do largely. I would, you know what, if I was there, I would agree to do what the judges say and vote that way, but I'll I'll do what I'll do what the hell I want when I'm there on my own voting. Totally. They can vote however they want. It's exactly. Up to them. Even if I was the worst, I put me up first. So that you know Of course the, you would. If the group there try to put me in the bottom, at least oh, that will help they save didn't vote me. For themselves. They didn't have the option to. They didn't. No, no, no. Then I'll put the best as the uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then I'll put the best as one of the worst. That's what Plain Jane did. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think that's shady, Plain Jane. You're making me lose you. I love you being all shady and like, you know, drag queen but this is different this is dishonest oh it is this is dishonest i think plain jane has, has come on you to the episode plain jane you didn't need to vote that way she's you come didn't on, she's come on to the season to create good tv and to create, stir the pot that's oh, exactly what she's well, doing pretty good she has been she's mm. been amazing tv you know mm. other people don't think so online we discussed it a lot of discourse but, isn't there yeah but um no i love it now we do know that this week is going to be a ball. Fantastic. Because we were told in the previews last week. I'm very but, excited. Before we even get into it, let's just talk about our two winners. Leading the pack mm-hmm. so far is Safira and Plain Jane. That's right, yep. They are the tops, and I have a feeling that the teams are going to meet. And I'm correct. We've just seen <laughs> the first part of the episode. Now let's discuss. I mean, the girls come in, and then they have this kind of walking runway mm. the 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 week one girls strolling one by one yes and then they had their whole 
what's going to happen? And then they embrace each other. I mean, yes. yeah. yeah. I mean, did people expect them to, like, you know, pull daggers and knuckle dusters and, like, face yeah. off, like... Round one! <laughs> sharks versus jets. Yeah, there, there could be, yeah. Mm. yeah five, six, yeah, it could be, like, a white chick's <laughs> choreography, you know, dance-off. It could be, like, on Arrested Development when Tobias um, enlists the hot cops to be, like, a, a gang of street toughs to try and, like, shake up the neighbourhood. <laughs> Very that. Q didn't have to go off so hard. Oh, that look. That re-entrance look. She was just like, yeah, this is something they had lying around. I'm like, how good is how good is what you brought? How amazing is your runways that you that you've yeah. brought that you you're just for a throwaway walk-in, you're wearing that. Are you joking? She's, Are you serious? She was serving like Versace Baroque print mariachi. The, the thing was, they didn't even give her a full length entrance shot. And I was like, look at what she's wearing. Are you, are you is everyone, can no one see what just walked through the doors? Exactly. Yeah. I, I, when she walked in, I was like, what, what in the world? Like, oh, she was beautiful. For a throwaway, I would have, I would have made something from the fabric lying around in the workroom <laughs> and then just strolled in and there. I, I'm not going to, I did like, um, wrap the sheets from my bed in the hotel room around myself and called it a day <laughs> that's what i want to do okay we're not going to be judged on this mm. coming through no okay cool cool um can i have another pillowcase thank you very much yeah. and so and a bed sheet yeah yeah cool thank you and a rug thing is she's got the skills to turn that into couture mama it was amazing maybe this was a bedspread and she transformed into that beautiful outfit oh well no no this was too polished this was too, too lovely immaculate mm-hmm. um do you know what i'm loving sometimes i feel that when you make it onto the shows queens feel the need to try to uh, sell lines okay yeah sell you know like mm-hmm. lines what be memorable totally Tom, can you help me understand what this means when Miss Jute said about plain Jane, the faster they rise, they fall even harder. I think she meant that the higher they fly, the harder they fall. Uh, okay. That, that kind of thing. Very like Icarus, you know, <laughs> oh, very yeah. like hubris. So, don't fly too don't fly too close to the sun, Mama. But that's not You're... what she said. The faster they rise, they fall even harder. I was like, what? She, she misspoke a little bit. I got <laughs> yeah. what she meant. I got what she meant. I was like, huh? I was like, <laughs> you know, some, sometimes you don't need a... She's philosophizing. It's a season of philosophers. I think I think there is pressure mm-hmm. on, on every queen that makes the show to have every line be something. Mm. You know? Sound bites. That, that I, I think... Um, I don't think I've ever heard a queen actively confirm this, but I, I have a belief, a firm fixed belief, that the producers interject intermittently and tell the girls that could be a catchphrase, use it more. You reckon? I mean, think about kind of season one of UK, yeah? And Bag of Chips using much better, yeah? Um, I don't think she's the worst example, by the way, but she used it in, it was like the second episode, wasn't it? The acting challenge. Yeah. Much better. But even by the time that she was writing her verse for Break Up Bye Bye, she put much better in there. She didn't know it was going to take off and be a catchphrase. Okay. I think someone encouraged her. All right. Uh, and then we have, I mean, I'm just, I'm just trying to pick up on things that happened in the beginning of this episode mm. with each other, when they, when they all met. Apparently, Dawn says Megami's reputation is that she's the Eeyore of drag. That tickled me. What does it even mean? Well, Eeyore's kind of, you know, Eeyore in Dior. That's what I was thinking. Eeyore's, you know, a bit sad, a bit melancholy, um, struggles to hide his emotions. Eeyore's a boy, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Yeah. When I was little, I, th- I thought Eeyore was a girl because he had a bow on his tail. But then that's just gender stereotypes. Eeyore can be whoever Eeyore wants to be. Um Anyway, enough of that. Um, yeah, so may- maybe she's um, a little bit, she carries a bit of a grey cloud around with her. I don't know. Okay. I'd like to understand more about yeah, that. Well, I I hope that we get mm. to see what she means by there and you know if it comes, or, or what comes from there. Plain Jane and Morphine, their family. Family. Their family. Do you know what? A, do you know what? A funny dynamic happened there. Plain Jane, there was a different side that we saw to plain jane when she was interacted with morphine it wasn't that that bitch that wasn't that cocky mm. cocky you know diva bitch she was a bit i think humbled hmm. with morphine being there like she didn't have that uh, that 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 sharpness in that it's interaction isn't it what do you make of that um 
I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, is it like an adored Laganja moment where someone knows you can be whoever you want to be when no one knows who you are? That's what I was thinking. That she so, might be pushing her persona more it. on the show than there she really is. is outside. That's it. Yeah. So I think when someone else is there that, that knows you, knows mm-hmm. who you really are, you you start to kind of, oh, shit, they know me. So yeah. I, I I think that's kind of what happened. I don't know. I agree with I you. I think we'll see more of it um, come to light. But what I do love is, is plain Jane, outside of that, she's consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, when she met ATM... <laughs> When she met, uh, oh no, and, ATM. She is ATM. Yeah. Um, when she met ATM, a mandatory meeting, and she's like, I want to, sorry to the drag race audience, she's hideous, um, that you had to witness such a, a goblin. <laughs> not the goblin. I'm not the goblin. When mythical beasts are used as insults, I love it. <laughs> she, she's a griffin. She's a manticore. <laughs> I was just like, She's a hydra. Not the goblin. Not the goblin. They, they actually had a little bit of a... Pl- it was really obviously joking Twitter spat about it this week as well. Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was didn't. really obviously joking. Yeah. And then what, what else? I mean... Well, we see in a we we see Plasma and Sephira Crystal have a adore Delano and Courtney X moment, yeah, don't we? Yeah, very that. Very that. Uh, what hmm. season were you on? Season one. <laughs> I was playing that this year, bitch. <laughs> Love that. It really was. What that? Oh, we, season we were know you on? You. Season one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we know you, Miss Diva, Miss Boost. <laughs> Actually, I thought he, I thought he was. Gonna, I thought Sephira was going to pull a um, she was going to pull a Davina. Tell me who else you know of the six off the race. Tell me who else you know can do the splits for the back room. Tell me who else you know solved COVID while they were carrying a whole shoulder season on their back at the same time singing this. You know, I was just like, damn, she's got to go off. We didn't even mention it at the time, but Safira actually fulfilled Davina's brief for singing in like multiple oct- octaves while doing the splits. In a different language. And in a different language. Wow. Was she inspired by Davina pro- Campo? It was prophesized. Mm. Yeah, it yeah, was it, was it was prophesied that this would happen, and it has come unto, it has come to pass mm. Mm. that Severa walks in doing exactly that. She's not wearing red hair in a silver dress, so she can't be De Campo. No, no, she's not Severa not, De Campo. Not everyone can be Mama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not everyone can be Mister Vino De Campo. <laughs> so yeah, um, there's a, a a lot of great moments that happen here. Uh, of the union of season sixteen. I mean, girl, you're 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 fighting for the same crown. Yeah, they're all going to come together. Totally. Now, fun group, fun group. Now, this is the time that they're like, oh, well, the immunity. Well, there are some T and Cs. You know, there are some <laughs> terms and conditions. And so, this is what is added onto the immunity. It can be used on yourself mm-hmm. or on another queen. I mean, which is very interesting. You didn't need to say that. I'm not saving anyone. I'm sorry. But what a power move would it be to say, like, I'm not worried. I'm going to be Anca Del Rio this. I'm going to Tyra Sancho. Oh, no, she did benefit from immunity. Um, uh, uh, she did not. Dear Scroobus for my girls, little bitty boys and girls. You need to back off, Tyra. <laughs> you you need to back off her. She absolutely slayed that. Girl, she was breaking her bones trying to get in that damn elbow over her head to get the microphone to the other side of her face. She was breaking her back. She could doing, barely she breathe. was breaking her back. Somebody needed to pass her a nebulizer. Bridge and singing. She was giving, and she was working that garment. Oh, she, oh, she was did. amazing. She did. No, she don't. Sasha she did not who, need. But... She did not need that immunity thank you very much you can stop did she need it in the snatch game because she was immune that week wasn't she no, because there are other way worse people there were worse people she didn't need to be in the bottom two that mm. anyway let's say she could bianca and pseudo tyra um, i think wouldn't it, wouldn't it be like a power move though i i'm giving this to somebody who needs it yeah it would be a power move but would you want to tempt the producers that way would you want to tempt it? Because what a great yeah. storyline is, oh, she was flying so high, she got cocky, and now she's in the bottom and she went home. No, I would nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Not for $200,000. Not going to happen. Not happening. I do I do get you. It's tempting fate, isn't it? Yeah. But be, it would be a great power move. The, the thing I think about it is um, Rue says it's a best before date on it, and we're going to find out more about that later. Maybe it lasts till mid-season maybe it lasts four episodes or something i think i think you need to be very clear it has an expiration date and not a best before date <laughs> Sorry. because you it's can not like still, it's with food everyone i want you to know this even though it may say on your food best before this that you can still eat it after totally okay but when it expired yogurts for thing. example exactly. they just get better with age 
<laughs> well, it's fungus, isn't it? I know, right? It just it? proliferates. Yeah, exactly. It helps the gut so microbiome. there is an expiration date so on this. What I think about that is like, just hang on to it until the week it's going to expire. And if you don't need it, give it to somebody else. Okay. But it just means... I just thought it meant that... Well, we'll find out more information. Because we need to know the exact T's and C's. Is it going to be like Golden Beaver, where it removes someone from the bottom three, but there's still a bottom two lip sync and someone goes home? I thought it was going to have multiple weeks of nobody going home. No, it would mean that the bottom two, whoever it is, um, if someone's saved, then it will go to the, in my opinion, it will go to the next person who was also in the bottom. Okay. I do enjoy the death becomes her um, motif here. Talk to us more about this. Tom. Oh, just Some a, people don't know that. We've that seen reference. A... Yeah, we have, Tom, but we're <laughs> we're like, you know, we're really cultured. Oh my God, we're like pop culture you know, genius. We're like not everyone. We're here to educate the people, <laughs> educate the children. The bottle is shaped like the artifact that's presented by Isabella Rossellini mm. um, to Goldie Horn and Meryl Streep. Last thing, immunity can only be used once. Of, does that mean it can only be used once by a queen, and if they win it again, they're not allowed to use it again? So that's why you can. Like, that's why you can. We need say to see the contract. There's yeah, clearly a exactly. contract that the, they need the, to sign. You can't be giving these terms and conditions like drip feeding it. <laughs> I know. Like I need to know all of the information up from before I take the potion. Like right now, I don't even know if I want it. <laughs> what are the caveats here? Yeah, I'm at the bottom, but I don't know what else is coming. With is there it. something else? If I use it, does it mean you know yeah. that you? You take Tom, half my outfits. You're a smart queen. There you go. Read your contracts, mm. everybody. Read the contracts. Now, we are told by Miss RuPaul, the Maxi Challenge is a ball. And the, is, the theme of it is the mother of all balls. Mm. And there's three looks. Category one, Mother Goose. An outfit inspired by a classic nursery rhyme. Okay, that's cute. That's cute. cute. That's an interesting I theme. love that. Lots of room for imagination. I love nursery rhymes. I used I used to love in school when we used to have to do the poems and write it and do all the colouring in. And when I used to read the books and see the pictures, I I used to love it. I used to dream about it. I used to like Aww. put myself in. I, this this category is amazing. Who would you choose then? Who'd be a nursery rhyme character? Um, I could be Jack and Jill. Both Jack and Jill. Yeah, I could do. Yeah, I could do both. Would you and do I the could just be like, straight down the middle. I'll be dropping crumbs. I'll be leaving crumbs. Hansel and Gretel. I'll be yeah. Oh yeah, Hansel and Gretel. I'll be mm. leaving crumbs. That's more. Is nursery rhyme and this fairy tale? They're different things, aren't they? Mm. It has to be some Jack and Jill works. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Um, I could do like Mary had a little lamb. No, do your ears hang? Do your ears hang low? Do, do they, they wobble? And what was that look that Aurora did with the earrings that made it look like her ears were like really long? Oh, uh, the Schiaparelli reference. Yeah, no, that was from the sunglasses. There you go. Very I would have done yeah. that with my ears. Thank you very much. I would have done um, the teapot. I'm a little teapot. Short yes. And, stout. and I would have um, walked in like Trinity the Tuck with that the teacups oh, fashion. Oh, the Yeah. Look. I see. Tom, Tom, I, I've got it. I've got it. All the references. I would have been um, Old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Cupboard. Yeah. Emerge from a cupboard. That's your reveal. There it is. <laughs> the, the pit crew push like a big, like twin door cupboard yes, onto they the would. stage. Yes, thank you very much. Made of, made of mahogany. Who would you be? I'd probably go for a Welsh nursery rhyme. Um, so maybe some like Dakumamaduat at Benagambawen. I feel like you're just making up sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd go for some like old school, like Welsh maiden. Okay. Old maiden kind of look. <laughs> um, I want to put that back um, in the rack. Which would probably be a reference to Dakumama Duadad Benagamba when Rupeth and Efetok Okay. Um, category number two <laughs> is a significant mother, which is a look that's inspired by your favorite famous mom. Who would that be for you? Lucille Bluth. Mine would be Moira Rose. There we go. I would have gone for I more. feel like the opposite sides of the same coin. I. Th- I- I mean, who I want to know who they come up with, but it would absolutely be Moira Rose. I'd go. F- uh, Moira Rose is very, very fun, very distinctive. Lucille's look is less distinctive, so it'd have to. I mean, she's just a well-dressed, elegant older lady, so you'd have to act it in the mannerisms and stuff. Okay, you know, just give some some stink eye to some people, but just look immaculate in like a little Chanel suit. All right, that'd be really hard. Beautifully quaffed hair. Whereas with Moira Rose, she has many signature looks. The look is really distinctive. That you could absolutely take. And her wigs. And the wigs. Or maybe like a maternal Pokemon, like a Chansey. 
Okay. The Kangas Khan. Right. <laughs> Come through. <laughs> um, number three. The third look is Call Me Mother Father Eleganza. And this is one that they have to construct from scratch. They have to create a mother of the ball outfit using only men's wear. I, re- I think this is really, really good. Really good concept. Interesting. What? I don't know exactly what caveats Rue will be applying. Um, but by the way, Isaac Mizrahi is judging today. A, Amazing. Absolutely. True fashion designer. Um, I hope it's Carson, not Ross on the panel as well. Because um, he actually knows fashion. Yes. Um, but I'm hoping to see, I guess, feminine silhouettes, but blended with a masculine element i want to see the masculinity blended with the femininity i want to know it's made from menswear but i still want it to look chic and mm, so. gorgeous and elevated and the words of kimchi you want them to embrace the material embrace the material embrace the material embrace the material <laughs> the fake laughter gets me when rupaul's riffing with the you're my mother and my daughter my brother and my sister and they're just like ha, 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 ha. i'm just like oh we've all been there please don't shoot we've, me yeah we've all laughed at our boss's jokes that were in funny yeah, I know exactly what you're feeling, Tom. Am I missing um, something, or was that a reference to Mimi? I'm first in the, the sci-fi challenge. I'm your father and your mother. Yeah, it could be, Tom. It Is it something be. else? It could be something else. Mm. Now there are 42 looks that you need to go through with me giving that. Mm, oh, mm, you know the little bit of sound bites just to add a bit of extra. I may speak. I may speak. I may not. You, you might leave the microphone but I am for here. a bit. Yeah, I might go make, might go make a sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> might go make me a sandwich, a little protein shake. Um, there are 42 looks. I want to get straight into it because I want to so appreciate the looks that they construct. I want to appreciate who has more money and who has um, better designer context because that's what the other part is, I think. Let's call that Got Mick versus Utica syndrome. Okay. Because Utica had the... Utica? <laughs> That wonderful queen had a had the construction talent and created one of the most memorable ball looks ever. But Gottmik, her brought looks were so elevated. Um, but that's because of her contacts and her money. Yeah. So I do think they represent both those aspects. Mm. Um, but we're going to skip the workroom, aren't we? Just get straight into the well, looks. We'll watch the we'll watch the workroom. But I think that the I most kind important of don't thing want to see the production shenanigans. Maybe we can pop back later. But I need to know what the materials are. Material gore. Material gore. <laughs> so maybe we'll watch a little bit. Okay. okay. Watch a little bit. And then we'll go straight to the the looks so that we can appreciate, say what we think. And, and, um, and anything that comes our... to the workroom will blend in. That's it. Okay, look, we're at the runway. We we're going to see now the the ball, the mother of all ball. But Tom, I need to quickly go over how they voted. Very quickly. Oh, because it's interesting. Yeah. 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 So um, RuPaul... Very camply, and I actually really like the way that this, she did yeah. it. Yeah, it was the really dossier. Mm. They left uh, the voting, how they voted, um, in terms of first to last. Yeah. In the, in the, um, in the workroom, and we're going to have a look at it now. Voting for the week one, first was Safira, second was Q, mm-hmm. third was Dawn, fourth was Mirage, fifth was Morphine, sixth was Tsunami, and seven was a mandatory meeting. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at that, I, I'm i surprised at how the voting went down. Yeah. Um, Tsunami would have been in the bottom with a mandatory meeting mm-hmm. had there been a bottom two that week. I don't think Morphine should be that low, and I don't think Dawn should be that high. No, no. We saw Mirage... The- especially shouldn't be fourth. She should have been at least third yes. or fourth. Yes. Maybe third. We I think we put Mirage like second. Yeah. Yeah, because Q wasn't in our top two. No, the judges loved her. The girls loved her. Um, we, we saw Mirage's performances exhibiting more uh, skill, more talent. But there we go. Yeah, and Mandatory should not be last. That's No, that's that was just shady. And Mirage shouldn't be that... Morphine shouldn't be that low either. We put um, Morphine kind of like high middle. If I was a Mandatory meeting... Middle. I would be pissed at this. I would be angry um, that they put me last because she doesn't deserve that at all. mm. And I feel like, I feel like the other girls are trying to create this narrative that she deserved to be last and you should know it. Yeah. And I think that maybe 
maybe the, I mean, ATM, maybe she's a bit like, okay, maybe I don't, I don't want to cause too much of a drama or something. So she's kind of taking the punches by she, she the other queens. We've seen that her sense of humor is quite self-deprecating. So I, th- I think she can take it. I just hope it doesn't rock her confidence too much. I hope she's thinking like, just you wait, I will show you yeah, kind well, of thing. I'm hoping that's what it is too, because she does, she's not last. Tsunami, not seventh. Come on. Come off I mean, it. lovely queen, you know, sweet girl, but that performance was at the bottom of the pack that week. Um, and what about the other set of girls? So week two girls, Plain Jane first, second Geneva, third Nymphia Wind. Now, Four, th- that's important, isn't that it? That is important because, like we said, like I said, Plain Jane putting her last took her out of the top two. Probably did. Probably did, yeah. It did. It took her out of the top two. But um, it must have meant that everybody was consistently voting high for Geneva as well, though. Okay. You know, cool. maybe it was neck and neck. Who knows? It shouldn't have been. Mm. Nymphia should have been number one. Sorry. Yeah, agreed. So, okay. Third Nymphia, fourth Plasma, fifth Maya Iman LePage, sixth Hershey LeCure, seventh Megami. Now, why the hell is Maya Iman LePage that low? Do not know. Confused. <laughs> They were very disparaging about her, actually. They were, you know what? I'm trying to understand how other drag queens think because it seems that their runway package plays 50 50. You know, it's very, um, the looks are 50% of the mark. Uh, what's her name? Scarlet. <laughs> Starlet. Starlet. The look is actually looks, 50% of the mark. Yeah, the look's 50%. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. If you, whatever you apply yourself to in the show, should always weigh more mm-hmm. than what you've brought with you. That's just my opinion. I would agree. I would agree. I mean, certainly how they justified putting a, a mandatory meeting so low, but I just don't agree with it. Mm. Now, Maya being that low is wrong. Um, Nymphia being third is wrong. She should have <laughs> been top two, if not top one. Um, and then we've got La Hershey, LaCure and Megami. That's correct. Them two should have been in the bottom. Poor Megami really feels that, doesn't she? I I can already see them setting up a bit of a inner saboteur. She struggles with her emotions, struggles with critiques, storyline for her. I mean, I'm I'm surprised that she was I'm surprised she was surprised. So she she mm. sat there and watched everyone else go and was like, I'm not last. <laughs> I think um. I, I think she thought her message was so important that that's how it would go but clearly none of the other girls really told her to her face honestly what they thought okay you know okay. so this is uh yeah i wanted to quickly go over that because i thought that was brilliant but the crucial um, difference this week is um the girls are going to vote before the judges critiques and i think that's how it should be that's great i am glad it actually means something this week yeah a lot of campaigning going on in this workroom though isn't oh, there no, there's not a lot of campaigning it's only one girl it's nymphia but also vote like yellow plain jane trying to build some bridges trying Who's... to make out she didn't put nymphia last right how did nymphia lying to her face the producers have obviously told uh nymphia hundred percent because she was like, oh, how did you vote me, number six? How did she know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Hmm. I mean, Plain Jane was not making eye contact in any way, shape or form as she was talking. So she was like, yeah, I, I voted you high while looking at her shoelaces. Let's talk Very about funny. the looks. Are you ready for the ball, Tom? Because this is mainly oh, well, you. I Everyone, have... Tom, Tom, take over. How do you vote? What is your system? And <laughs> Go on. Well, obviously... Drag is art and art is subjective. <laughs> Let's get that out there before this. Um, but yeah, it's it's best. I, I The way, because you've got three looks, I place more emphasis on the look that they've created. So there's a total score of 20, five marks for the first two looks that they brought, 10 marks for the one they made. It's just a lot more important in my eyes. It's basic, but it's relatively effective. I, I don't do maths. I don't do oh, math, as they say in America. Math. Math. Not maths. Math. Myth. Myth. <laughs> Not math. <laughs> Don't do math either. Um, okay, so, let's go. Should let's we go. get cracking? Category so- one is Mother Goose, an outfit inspired by classic nursery rhyme. Are we starting off with Geneva Carr? Let's go. No, Geneva comes out as Miss Muffet. Um, so what I'm seeing here is a kind of baby pink gown with an asymmetry and lots of kind of volume in the skirt, puff sleeves. 
it's kind of like a fun cartoonish presentation with the spider detail. Um, I think it's cute. I think it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. I like it. It's cute. It's pink. Who wouldn't want it? Yeah. <laughs> we got Dawn as Cushy Cow. Not very familiar with Cushy Cow as a nursery rhyme, but uh, I really like this look. Um, I think her makeup is great. Um, I've got the ears. Now, I will say, am I necessarily getting lots of cow here? Um, I think the Frisian print in the fur on her shoulders could be bolder to give me more cow. It's a minor criticism because the dress itself is really, really lovely, very elegant, very like vampiric um, sort of crimson dress. It's giving me Delara Findicoglu. And those those shoes, the hoof shoes are fantastic. She's giving me a little bit more sheep than cow, definitely. Um, but overall, the look is, is really, really cute. And I enjoy this. I love this look. I love it. The face, the embellishments, the the detail with the 16 on the air, the hooves. That's it a good a, detail. This is a fashion cow. Oh, totally. This girl's got attention to detail. Um, just another thing about that. I was just trying to think of the storyline she's portraying. And I'm thinking about like this blood red with the cow. I do wonder if it's some sort of critique of the dairy industry. I see. Did she say she was vegan? I don't know. I no. might be jumping to conclusions. Yeah, you might be looking good and going, uh, you look vegan. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, no. You don't know it yet, but you're vegan. She seems like a compassionate person who might be passionate about veganism. Yeah. You, your whole vibe, your whole soul is <laughs> giving me vegan. No, but it, it could be an interesting critique like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about Miss Hershey Liqueur Jeté as Bernie B. I, I like this lot. I don't really, again... Th- I've got a feeling there's some of these nursery rhymes are going to be more American and I don't really know them, but let's go with it. Bernie B, so Bumblebee, okay. Um, I think this look is really cute. I like this a lot, actually. I'm always a sucker for a Bumblebee look. We've seen them done lots of times. Um, Honey Davenport, Detox's entrance look, Jenny Jacquet mm-hmm. on uh, Holland. Um, but this is a really lovely example. I'm enjoying this latex gown. It's fitting her body beautifully. Uh, it's clinging to her curves. And I love the furry stall detail, you know, giving very furry bumblebee, the Anita Baker hair. It's all working for me. I'm really enjoying that one. Mirage as Baba Black Sheep. So Mirage is coming out. And this is a clever twist on it, I guess, because it's three bags full, isn't it? So she's turned her into a girl who's shopping on Rodeo Drive or somewhere. Now, I, this is giving me very kind of something Lindsay Lohan might wear while shopping on Rodeo Drive in, you know, the mid 2000s. Um, as as a look, it feels like it's a kind of ready to wear streetwear look that she's put a couple of years on. But I get the concept, and I think she looks nice. Okay, Megami as uh, little Bo Peep. Just I, I like the Mukluk book boots in particular. Now Megami is giving little Bo Peep very much recognisable. I do get Bo Peep. I wish that sheep was bigger though. I wish that it was just a big old sheep prop instead of that tiny little. It, she's calling it a purse, but. Anyway, and I, I feel like the staff could be bigger as well. You know, this is drag. I want I want big, really. And she's a cosplay queen. Um, altogether, I can definitely see who she's portraying. Feels a little bit PC. Feels a little bit um, unfinished or something. I can see that she's going for like the exposed crinoline sort of McQueen thing. Uh, but it, it's coming together a little bit patchwork and a little bit hodgepodge for me. I have to agree. Um, it's giving me like panto. It's it's giving the, me the very, makeup is very the makeup's panto. giving me panto. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I see the intention. Yeah, I just the execution. It's not there. She had lots of fun on the runway though, and I enjoyed her little performance, like chatting yeah, to her person. No, and absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A mandatory meeting as a little pussy. So I don't know a little pussy, but very on brand for a mandatory meeting. I can see she's working on her makeup. I can see this episode by episode. This is giving me very whatever happened to Baby Jane um, kind of meets. You remember Elmira from um, Tiny Toon Adventures? No. And she'd like hug them and squeeze them oh, until yes, they couldn't breathe. yes, yes. She I give, love you, I love you, love Yeah. She's giving me that. She makes a reference to um, that movie with the little girl who murders Rhoda. Um, it's, it's, it's cute. She gives it lots of character. I think the execution is quite good in this little baby doll dress. And it's a spooky, fun character. I enjoy it. Great. What about Morphine as a man and a maid? I mean, she's given me no man. She's given me all maid. Um, I think this is really good. I think this is a really nicely executed latex look. Very fetishy, very John Willie. 
Um, I could only speculate as to who made it. Might be Venus and Violet. Could be Loris Latex. They make a lot of latex things for the queens. You know, Loris off uh, Dragula. Um, I think this is a lovely, chic look. The cutouts are fun. It shows off her body beautifully. Uh, love the monochrome. This is really good. I enjoy it. I love this look. Yeah. I love it. It's this is just it's sexy. It's yeah. sexy. And I love I think the contrast that she's wearing something sexy, but the category is something very yes. you know, reminiscent of your childhood. It's very audacious, isn't it? I yeah. love it. And the, and of course you can't skip the makeup. Bloody uh, hell. Her mug is always gonna look flawless. Bloody hell. All right, Maya Iman LePage as Mary's Canary. So first thing I love is the colour. I love canary yellow and she looks great in it. There's a lot of elements here that I like, but I can't help but feel that she's peeking over the feathers and it's a little bit distracting. It's like your nosy neighbor. Or, yes. or you know, it's like your nosy neighbor. I'm just like, I feel like she's trying to look over the outfit. Like did yeah. you watch Home Improvement? And there's that Ned character. I didn't there's, watch, so we didn't really so get it over. Ned here. is a character who who lives next door but you never saw his full face only the top of it because okay, he always okay. speak above the fence mm-hmm. and it was really giving me Ned from Home Improvement it's just like she, it's it's hiding her face <laughs> yes. it's just I, I get it I get it I mean it uh, minus that the dress is beautiful. The color is gorgeous. It's stoned. It's feathered. I love the slit. Very Bob Mackie. Very The Supremes. Very pageantry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just wish the feathers were like an inch shorter so she wasn't like peeking over. Yeah. I don't think that was her intent, you know? Q as the man in the moon. Just one more thing. It makes me think she borrowed it. Okay. Yeah. Fine. You know, obviously everybody's on a budget, but... Um, Maybe take some nail scissors yeah. to some of the feathers. It's a, every time, there's a lot of times where I've seen a queen wear something that I later found out it wasn't theirs. Yeah. And it just made much more sense when you look at the outfit because, you know, the critique is, oh, I wish it was shorter. I wish it mm-hmm. fit her better. But they're like, well, I've borrowed this and I'm not allowed to change it. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? I can't make, I can't make, a, a, mm-hmm. cha- a, you know, amends, amendments. Yes. Amendments. Amendments. Q, Man of the Moon. This is gorgeous. So Q is off to a really strong start. Um, so the the moon headpiece is fantastic. It's Rawr. very very like Erte. It's very Dior. It's all that beautifully, beautifully stoned. Uh, the details are wonderful. The outfit itself, again, attention to detail. These kind of Elizabethan pantaloons. It's, it's kind of like an Elizabethan man silhouette to me um but you know it's got an androgyny to it um she looks beautiful this is this is really good one of the best so far nymphia win little blue boy another beautiful little boy look. blue yeah another beautiful look i think this is so so beautiful the details are all there now the era to me i'm no i'm no expert on historical fashion and i never would claim to be the era feels very like 17th century it feels like in that sort of stuart era you know three musketeers that kind of thing um, reminiscent of who is it painted blue boy Gainsborough um, it's all that all those influences rolled into one two. oh my god is this the painting that was on yes the um, I'm gonna say uh, we went to that restaurant yep. in London yeah uh, what's it called it was the Batman themed restaurant the, yes restaurant. what was yes and then the, that's the that's a cocktail I bought. Yes, you you had a cocktail poured out of Gainsborough's Blue yes, Boy. Yes, the yeah. and as as they painted it, the mm-hmm. blue of it kind of drained into my cocktail. Oh and it was god, a sapphire blue cocktail. Yes. It? Oh mm. wow, look at mm. that! I know things. You do. I'm smart. There's something to do. The Joker defaced it, didn't he? Yeah. In Batman. Uh, no, I think that was the only one he didn't deface. There we was go. It? Something like that. Because he liked him. Mm. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But Sorry, that was beautiful. Enough about that. our extravagant eating. <laughs> In London, when we went to that really lovely Batman <laughs> cave down there, experienced such a cocktail. Yes. Poured out of a portrait. And then we went again and didn't we make William get the... Um, Blue you made boy. them get it. Didn't it? it didn't uh, take much persuasion, like. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next up, we got Safira as Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater. Oh, I like this. I like this. This is um, this is camp. This is drag. Um, it's just it's just big and grand, isn't it? This pumpkin skirt is so big and so full, and just the I way the root it. details, the way that the bodice is made out of the stalk. The leaf fan is just all really, really good. Fantastic job, Sophia. I love this look. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. look lives in my dream as a child. <laughs> this is a look that that just 
it's of the era. It's of that that whole vibe. Yeah. And to see her walk out like that, mm-hmm. it's just it just warms my heart. My soul. Yeah. I love this look, Safira. You're a queen. And I like the way she gave it a bit of a witchy, bit of a Halloweeny twist. It was like nice to see a different side to it. Although she, I think she is kind of going for a bit of a spooky thing. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Miss yeah. Diva, Miss Bass. Oh. <laughs> Actually, I was soprano. Six octaves. Six octaves. Thank you. <laughs> Plain Jane is pussycat by the fire. She's giving me kind of, you know, uh, a character from Cats or something. The I think this is cute. One thing that I do think is she she mentions kind of like Roaring Twenties as an influence. Again, I'm no historical fashion expert, but the silhouette this is borrowed from the twenties, but you would, I don't think you'd have a corset like that in the, in the twenties. A big thing about fashion in the twenties was a move away from like the stifling Victorian Edwardian corsets and more towards women were becoming more independent, taking part in more sports, athleticism and freedom was being more prized. So that, that wouldn't have been there, but I'm being nitpicky really. Mm. Overall, the look is pretty. Um, and I, I think she looks cute and I enjoyed the performance oh, she gave. What else do you need from a drag queen? <laughs> <laughs> Tsunami Moose giving us Humpty Dumpty. This is really good. This is really good. This is probably oh, there's a reveal. <laughs> this is my favourite Tsunami look so far. Definitely. Oh, she's giving me wretched drag. <laughs> Do you get that reference, Bob? It's, it's, well, that yeah, Bob yeah. Did... Michelle said it's a Bob. Didn't you? Oh, with the thing on the head. Yes, Tom. There we go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ca- catch up, please. I know. I know. I think Michelle regrets ever saying that. You know, because it's not aged well as a comment. No. Um, no, but that that look actually my favorite Shinami look so far. Very fun reveal. The egg dress underneath, very Agatha Ruiz de la Prada. Really, really good. Well done, Shinami. Um, Plasma's giving us Tweedledum and Tweedledee. This is fun, isn't it? This is camp. This is silly. Uh, the, the puppetry element is great. Uh, the little reveal behind. Um, I like the print because it's, it's almost like a Chanel tweed, isn't it? So she tried to give it a little fashiony twist, but uh, it's, it's cute and silly and camp. Okay, cool. What That's, did you think? I thought it was, yeah. You didn't seem as convinced. No. 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 All right. Category two is significant mother. Mm. And mine was Moira Rose and yours was Lucille, Lucille Bluth. Bluth. Let's see who these queens decide. The first look is... Miss Geneva with Selma Hayek. What do you think? I think this is a cute look. Um, the references to her on the red carpet for you can see in the background of the 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 um, reference photo at Magic Mike Three. It's an Oscar de Laurenta look. I think it's a nice nod to it. The details are very different. It's it's not a dress. It's a it's a katsu. Um, the hair is very different. I will say, pretty look doesn't give me Selma Hayek. Yeah, I mean. Uh, whether there might be the usual kind of restrictions, right? Oh, you can't use kind of licensed property and stuff. But I think of Salma Hayek, I think of, uh, you know, uh, Dusk Till Dawn. I think of um, Frida Kahlo. So I don't know. She could have gone in a different direction, but still cute look. Dawn with Miss Audrey Hepburn. I think this is very successful. I think it's recognisably Audrey Hepburn while giving it a modern twist with the cutouts. Her makeup, believe it or not, is more subtle than usual for this look. And she's added the little accessories. Um, The original was, of course, Givenchy. Uh, It's an iconic dress, but she's given it a Dawn twist. I think this is successful. I love the look. Mm. I love that she's kept it. 100% 100% still dawn with the makeup. Yes. And with the eleganza of Audrey Hepburn and the soul and spirit. Oh, absolutely. It's like she possessed her. Yeah. Um, Hershey look cured today as Mother Nature. Now, Hershey, Hershey comes out and I'm enjoying the hair. Um, the makeup is always pretty. She's a gorgeous girl. Um, the dress itself, if I was doing Mother Nature, it would be grander. It would be goddess. You know, this is a little bit too ready to wear to be recognisably Mother Nature. Um, the little kind of a PVC dress itself is cute. It could do without the little embellishments at the top. They're not really adding anything. I agree. Um, so gorgeous girl, not my favorite look so far. Mirage is La Llorona. So La Llorona, I did have to very quickly uh, look up, is a um, Spanish folk legend who drowned her children. Oh, I know, right, dark. So um, she's. I think this is quite smart because she's kind of continuing folk legend nursery rhyme theme in a way. Now, this is a reference to a Delara Findacoglu look um, from 2023, which is also done by Petita 
on uh, Drag Race Hispania season three, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't know that, obviously. This is successful. I think the bodysuit is good. The paint, uh, the painting and shading on it is good. The use of the hair wrapped around. Um, the original was actually a dress, uh, not a bodysuit. Um, but, but the makeup and hair are good. I, I like that a lot. I think it's a successful homage. Megami is Lady Gaga. Well, instantly recognisable as Gaga from the telephone video. Um, The reference photo was Monster's Ball, but this is definitely from the telephone video that she's doing. Um, I think this is actually really nice. Um, The original is by Rachel Barrett. The thing that I like about this is that she, again, has injected a little bit of herself into, I think, by exposing her tattoos. I think Mm -hmm. that's a nice twist. Nice. Um, So is it the most elevated thing you've ever seen? No. Is it? cute and successful and a, a instantly recognizable homage yes it is and she's having fun with it and she's paying tribute to her icon a mandatory meeting is oh i love k first of all yes as michelle visage this is how you do it. i was i was thinking mm-hmm. come down as rupaul someone yeah, needs yeah, to come yeah. down as rupaul flattery is everything oh, totally. even if it's ugly i'm still gonna be like well you know i'm, I'm honored do you know who had a good awareness of that Lux Noir London? Yes, yeah. oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was also one of the biggest super fans who was also a drag queen who absolutely. was also on the show. Yeah. A mandatory meeting. Here she is as our lovely mother of all mothers, Miss Visage. So, yeah, but I love how there's a reveal and she gives us old school Michelle and, you know, current Michelle uh, with the streak in her hair and the more elegant look and, um, you know, post post the big boob era. Um, I think. F- f- as Amanda goes, I think this is good and successful and fun. And the end result was quite polished, I thought, the jumpsuit. Agreed. I like it. I love the audacity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Morphine with Miss Chris Jenner. Very much instantly recognisable as Chris Jenner, I think, with the pixie cut and the, the black ensemble giving her signature. She's given it her own twist. Cause I, I, to my, I'm no expert on the Kardashian Jenners, but to my mind, she's never worn a bra top like that i think that's probably not what she aims for but she's given it a morphine twist show a bit of body very cute love the little gag with the camera mm-hmm. okay we got uh maya lepage as eve no lil kim oh sorry i was <laughs> gonna say missy elliott <laughs> oh my gosh mixing up your icons there no, no um she looks like missy elliott well, I th- yeah, I think the the judges make note of that as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I- I'm getting more messy. So the look itself, I, I do recognise it's from a performance. And Beyonce homaged this. And, you know, that series of photos she did that were homaging Lil' Kim. Mm-hmm. So I, I suspect the original is probably Versace um, for coat, but I could be wrong. The reason I said Missy Elliott is because I don't... The way that she was hyping it up, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. Missy does more than <laughs> Eve. Mm-hmm. Eve's very no, sexy. No, Lil' Kim. Lil, Kim. Lil' Kim's very sexy. <laughs> And like, uh, and like, uh, yeah, motherfucker, yeah, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. But Missy Elliott's very much exactly how she was performing. She'd be really like, you're hyping, you know? Yeah. There are lots of bits of this that I like. I like the homage to Little Kim, definitely. There are a couple of details that might be a little off. Like, obviously, the original jacket was very cropped. Um, the the bra top seems to be riding up quite badly. Um, but overall, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Q is Judy Garland. This is just gorgeous. A reference to her poppy dress uh, from the Judy Garland show. So it's quite an iconic look. And it's just a beautiful recreation. This dress is gorgeous. The embellishments, the stones, uh, the the flower details are just really, really beautiful. This this is top, top stuff. The detail with the wire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nymphia went as Angelina Jolie. I think this is stunningly gorgeous and uh, a really lovely reference. Did I get Angelina Jolie immediately? No. no. But then when she turns around and there's the um, the paintings by her own drag children on there, that's what, oh, like, I get it now. Because that's what, it was a Versace dress um, and Angelina Jolie got her children's uh, uh, drawings embroidered on there. Oh. So, I mean, she looks beautiful. The details are a little different. I think Angelina Jolie did not have a halter neck. Um but she looks beautiful and elegant. She looks so gorgeous. Safira as Eve. This is great. This this is how you do a bodysuit. This is how you do a nude bodysuit. This is really, really good. Painted, uh, stoned. She's glittering. Uh, those braids, those floor-length braids are just stunning. And the little humorous detail of like the skin snake and the, the snakeskin shoes is really, really good. Plain Jane's coming as Octomom. This is just really funny. This is dark. 
this is dark and silly and stupid and this is plain Jane all over. <laughs> the performance of it is just... I mean, this is drag because it's silly, it's offensive, it's ridiculous. Um, probably it's my, audacious. It really is. It's my favourite plain Jane look so far because it's stupid. Oh, gosh. She has nerve, all she right. She really does. She's got nerve. Tsunami comes as Candy Muse. I like that. It's an, it's nice, yeah. The original Candy Muse outfit, I think, was made by Ray Ortiz, who makes a lot of stuff for the girls. Very talented designer. Um, and, yeah, it's all there, isn't it? Incredibly recognizable. The denim jukebox, jukebox um, boombox and everything. Really, really good. Plasma comes as Anne Boleyn, very much a Tudor era dress, very much recognisably of that era. I believe the yellow colour, like I'm not familiar with every bit of media that Anne Boleyn is in, um, but the yellow colour I think is a reference to when Catherine of Aragon died, Henry VIII was supposed to be jubilant and wore yellow. But I don't know if Anne Boleyn ever did. Now the final category is Call Me Mother, Father, Eleganza. And this one, I think you place more of oh, the waiting in because yep. it's what they're constructed yes it's them applying their skills in the moment yep. against everyone else given the same the same time frame and the same materials this is the moment that this counts is, this is the moment that counts yeah uh first up we got miss geneva let's go geneva she looks cute this is this is um it fits her nicely there's like a simplicity and a chicness to it and i can see the menswear elements I wish the skirt was longer. I wish the slit wasn't at the front. I think it removes, I think it detracts from the overall look. However, she's made something that otherwise looks quite clean and I can see the menswear elements. Okay, cute. Dawn? This is really good. Obviously, there are going to be comparisons to Shea Collet. Construction I, I did look. see that. I did see a Shea Collet, but Tom, looking, correct me. Oh, correct me. Yeah. Look, well, <laughs> just looking past it and just seeing it for what it is this is brilliant i think she's done so fantastically she created those boots um she has made this wonderful patchwork coat it's very 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 good blending of masculine and feminine elements um i think she looks fantastic next up hershey liqueur jeté did she make those pants if she did props to your mama i'm sure i mean that wouldn't have been lying around what peppermint green skinny jeans it's not a tip well you know many men may want to wear them but it's not as typically associated with men's now the look itself i think is clean ready to wear quite chic she's given me real housewife atlanta on her way to a nice brunch um i'm not necessarily seeing the blending with menswear elements although obviously it was created from pieces of menswear um so clean and chic ready to wear maybe miss the brief a little bit okay i, I you're right it's very clean and ready to wear very like very middle-aged straight from the rack yeah ages are a little bit actually. yeah she's does. got younger energy than this mirage mirage had a lot of difficulty in the workroom but she has created something um <laughs> <laughs> she is wearing materials that are on her body yes now and you know she's she's got lovely proportions she's every inch the model i like the fun she's having with the makeup which is a reference to her dad being a boxer and being in the military the overall look isn't bad like it's it i can see the distressed knitwear and she's created something that is quite youthful i could see a girl on instagram wearing it it's i mean what i'm saying is compared to a lot of what i'm sure we're about to see um it's not very elevated Mm -hmm. it's a few scraps of fabric and you know what she's doing that's really clever there's two things that she's doing that's very genius Mm -hmm. one she is walking that runway she She is is twirling she is performing you you know what we call that yeah the uh, tamara thomas effect yeah (laughs) what she's doing there and the second thing she's doing is she's moving so quickly and twirling and like giving so much movement that you can't really stop and appreciate the Mm -hmm. details Mm -hmm. and i think that's what she's doing (laughs) but she's like if i spin you can't see that all of a sudden there's no him everywhere you look there's no him okay this would not pass the Derek barry test megami i think megami's overall result is is successful actually i think she's uh, she's fulfilled the brief i instantly got the rosie the river to thing with the hair and the little curl and stuff the banda i see the bandanas the little bolero the denim skirt the fishtail she's created a full outfit out of items of menswear it's a feminine outfit with masculine elements mm. um 
what I do think they might say to her is that she might have gone a little bit overboard on some of the accessorizing, maybe. I would have maybe taken away the harness or something like that. But overall, I think she's shown a lot of skill and I think she's made a, a nice outfit. I like the look. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's She's constructed something good. Yep. Next I, up, we've got a mandatory meeting. I think Amanda, like I can see what she was going for here. We know she loves the 80s and I can see that she's used a suit and put in these kind of frilly tropical elements. Um, I just think a little bit it gets a bit hodgepodge because nothing is matching. There's just too many clashing elements. Um, having said that, it's a nice fitting kind of bandeau top and pencil skirt with a cape. Is it safe enough? I think it's safe enough. Morphine. Morphine. Now, we know that Morphine kind of like lacked vision when we saw her in the workroom. And I think that's what's come to fruition here. Like the hat doesn't really go with the, 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 the bits at the back aren't really doing anything. I don't think this flatters her lovely shape. I, th- I don't think it makes them, in spite of the fact that she's got those cutouts to show off her bottom, I think it actually it's rem- not removes a cutout. from her shape. It's not a cutout. There's a thing that she's attached something. Look, look at the front. She's yeah. attached it to the front of her leg. Yeah. Just for the sake, it's it's weird. She, <laughs> it's weird I could, she tried her best with this. I know she did, but she's clearly not a girl who makes her own clothes. Mm. Maya Iman LePage. Now, Ma- Maya was struggling as well, but I think overall it's quite successful. I don't know what you think, but she's giving me... I think it is Vivian Westwood. No, we're not going to say Vivian Westwood this inspired. episode. We've had, we've had too much of Vivian Westwood inspired. Um <laughs> I think it's actually a bit more... I mean, what we often see when girls uh, go for a rock look is that they combine like 70s punk Vivian Westwood elements more with 90s grunge, like Marc Jacobsy elements. And I think she's done a bit of that. But the overall look, I mean, she. I, I think she's portrayed a character. I think the fit is quite nice. The details are a bit rough around the edges, but I, I think she looks cute. Awesome. Okay. We got Q. Q's done a great job. Like, Absolutely. we would expect nothing less from Q. A lot of work has gone into that sort of Elizabethan collar. Um, there's she, She's a girl with a fantastic eye. The patchwork is very, very effective. Um, very beautifully put together. She's got the little train at the back. Um, I think this is great. This is beautiful. Checks I and really, denims. I really, love that look. Now, Nymphia this, wins. This is my showstopper. Um, I think Nymphia looks like a million dollars. This is fashion. This this is up there in terms of top tier ball looks for me. The way that that skirt and that waist cincher bring her in, those power shoulders, the, the way that she's made these sculptural elements out of the ties, her eye for colour, shape, detail is just top, top tier. This is fantastic. And I think she's been severely underestimated. This is if the Mad Hatter had a sister. Yeah, yep. And she's she's like fashion. In, in that world, mm. in the exact world of that movie, mm-hmm. this is her. I think this is brilliant. So good. That waist. I know. Jesus. Safira. I think Safira's done a really good job. Um, I think this is a girl who knows drag. She knows her proportions. She knows how to pull something together that flatters her. Um, she, I like the big voluminous denim skirt. Dawn kind of ripped her for it not being the most original thing in the world, but I think it looks good. Love the huge hair. I do get like a slightly clownish feel somehow from like the dungarees uh, with the tie and stuff. Okay, I don't. Which I don't think she was aiming for. No. Uh, if I were her, I would have lost the tie and had an open collar and that would have given me more builder. Okay. Um, but overall, I think she's done something really, really good there. I think she looks great. Um, Plain Jane. Plain Jane has, I mean, we know that she's a girl who likes to show skin. She likes to go for sexy. This is a bit kind of working girl uh, from the 80s, but like updated for the Instagram age. We know that cutouts are very popular nowadays. Just think of those like Christian Siriano dresses from a couple of years ago that everyone was wearing. But I think she could do with a few less cutouts here. There's very little garment on her body. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this isn't my favourite of the episode, okay. much as I love Jane. Tsunami? I think Tsunami has made a competent outfit here. I think it's cute. I think she's given the, a fun character. Um, there's like a little, it's a little bit like Heather's like an updated Heather's kind of look, isn't it? With the checks and the schoolgirl feel. I'm getting more like, you know, Steve Urkel's twin sister. Yeah, 
Go off. But that's what I'm getting. If Steve Urkel was in the Heathers. Yeah. Okay. And Plasma, I don't like. Now, love Plasma to bits. I don't think this is a very successful garment. Um, she's wrapped some fabric around herself. The fit is really off on the bodice. The color scheme's really drab, really drab, unfortunately. I love the story about it being inspired partly by her mum. But if I'm going off the merits of what she's made, unfortunately, it's it's ill-fitting. Tom, I know you've done the myth. Let's hear it. I'm not going to go through everybody's scores. It's just pointless. My top three, uh, well, Nymphia's my number one. I think she's just murdered this challenge. I agree with you. But they're they're in the top with her is either Dawn, Q or Safira. Good. Uh, Q for me has to be up there. I'd put it as Dawn and Q because I'm going to rate the, you know, the maid look a little higher. Although I think Safira did a fantastic job. Okay. My bottom three, I think Geneva and Hershey are down there. Gorgeous girls that they are. I just don't think they were able to rise to this challenge. The other one in the bottom three for me, uh, it could be Plain Jane, Megami, Mirage, or a mandatory meeting. And I think the worst, If again, if I'm going to do the tiebreaker based on the third look, I think it's Plain Jane. Is Plasma not in your bottom three? I thought her first two looks were good. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I can be wrong. This is no, my cool. opinion. Uh, well, your your opinion. I said in a weirdly higher matters. voice that was really defensive. Yeah. Was like, I can be wrong. <laughs> it's just my opinion. <laughs> Let's see what they say. Let's see what they say. But yeah, I think it was uh, an interesting runway. With diff- there are definitely some clear tops. Can I just say one thing? Little, it's a little frustrating that um, the materials that the girls had to use were so similar to the design challenge from season 15, where they had the three houses and the House of Cressley was very much leather and plaid. So it feels a little bit repetitive, but that's not the girls' fault at all. I think that they should have been smarter about the materials they provided them. Good. Raider Queen, this is how the girls have voted because, yes, it's their choice. It's their decision mm. who makes top three mm. and bottom three. The top three, Nymphia, Q, and Sephira. Do you agree? Largely, yeah. It could have been Dawn in there too, though. I agree with their top three. Bottom three, Maya, Hershey, Geneva. Do you agree? I just don't agree with Maya being there. There yeah. are several other queens, I think, who I listed who could have been there instead. Okay. The bottom two who are going to be winners. First of all, congratulations to Nymphia win. Fantastic. I just thought, like, when she walked out in that third look, I was like, the game is over, I'm afraid. There are lots of beautiful looks created today, especially that top four that I mentioned. But I just thought, Nymphia, her eye for fashion, how chic, elevated everything, beautiful. It's a wrap. It's over, Mama. It was a wrap. The bottom two who are lip-syncing is Geneva Carr and Hershey. Now, I think think this has hit Geneva... The most because she was top two last yeah, week, yeah, yeah, and now she's in the bottom two lip syncing for her life. So I feel like she's just like, what? Do you, yeah? Do you think she should have been there in the bottom? Yeah, based on what she presented today. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah, yeah. The lip sync, the lip sync. For me, there's a clear winner. There was a clear winner, and mm. the winner was Geneva Carr, and the reason was mm. Geneva was giving just at least she was dancing she was using she wasn't just walking around the stage she was just like leaving her scent on the stage she was doing she was moving she was moving she was you know performing um on the floor doing the splits and just getting into the song and then when i look Hmm. at her she i think i think her she was just doing a very good you know just a, a good lip sync but i didn't see a performance it was a high energy pop song and Geneva gave more of that. I appreciated that her, she, she said, you know, she was kind of like sticking with a bit of a kind of church lady character, as she said. Um, I think the end result was that Geneva gave the stronger performance, but I appreciated what her, she was trying to serve. Yeah, I definitely think that the winner is Geneva. Do you agree? I agree. Great. And before we get into, you know, the winner, mm-hmm. let's have a quick talk about Untucked. We did. And it's the first time the Queens were all untucked together. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the... But what happened, Tom? What happened? Plain Jane is just playing the Plain Jane game. <laughs> um, plain clear... Jane knows how to get airtime. And I do think that's her aim. I think Plain Jane is like, right, okay, what can I do next to get a little bit of airtime? Yeah. Amanda did seem justifiably actually annoyed with her now, Mm -hmm. um, which is, I think, the first we've seen of anybody like really kind of, okay, you're starting to get on my nerves a bit. And the vibe in the room was a bit calmed down 
Jane, yeah. even her sister Morphine next to her. Did you see her say yeah. kind of like, don't come for my, because she was in Amanda's group. She's like, don't come for my sister girl kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, and there were a few others uh, just kind of like saying, Jane, let's just maybe just put a sock in it for a bit, love. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit much for the first time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, first of all, no. Plain Jane, love ya. You know, you are you you have nerve, mama. Oh. She's got nerve for days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh I it just feels like a mandatory meeting has kind of set herself up as a target and I don't know why. It seems though the queens are all starting to warm up to her and see that she's lovely fun. Yeah, exactly. And like Dawn was saying, kind of like, you carry a light with you. So there's, you know, there's nothing from, no negativity from me here kind of thing. It was a good TV. And then when Plasma came in and then she was like, oh, you're next. <laughs> Don't come in. Plasma, darling. Plasma, I, really appreciate I was going to come. <laughs> so appreciate you kind of sticking up for Amanda there. But like, do you want to wander into playing yeah. Jane's crosshairs but as you're, well? You're just this shit. I was actually going to come and talk to you right after this mandatory meeting i've got a list here yeah. dear <laughs> yes yeah, so it was nice to see that sticker uh, um and it was i mean geneva is amazing coming in who voted me G- geneva um like you said a moment ago she's it's disappointing for her to come off a high um to to be in the bottom but unfortunately i can't argue with the bottom placement it, <laughs> it was a little bit going around the room who voted me? i mean I don't think she really wanted that feedback in the moment. It was her anger speaking, I think, just sort of like she felt very, very wronged. She felt very attacked. Yeah, yeah. Very attacked. I hope Megami's um, safe placement gives her a little bit of a confidence boost. Uh, I'd like to see her, because I could see her slipping into a bit of a funk. I'd like her to step out of that and show her show us the fun, Megami, I hope. It's time to say farewell to Hershey Lecure-Jete. Hershey's our first out of the season. She seemed like such a lovely, sweet, like kind queen. I would have loved to have seen more for her. But um, I I can't argue with the outcome of the episode, unfortunately. Mm. But let's hope we we get to see more of her in other media. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting things are happening next week. We've seen a little preview. A continuation of the mandatory meeting. And... uh, it's Plain Jane, who had some makeup running. It looked like she'd been crying. crying. Like, girl, Plain Jane, stick yeah. to the Bowdy Bowdy yeah. character, please. <laughs> yes, um, that doesn't fit my narrative no, with you, girl. No, Yeah. And it's RDR Live next week, which is basically going to be kind of like a semi-scripted improv, like yeah. the SNL thing they did in All Stars 8, I guess. Yeah, we'll be covering it. And so make sure to join us. This is Bowler. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye.